The history of film is littered with keystone films that change a genre or create a new one. The goal of this show is to explore those movies and the legacy they leave in their wake. Our first submission is the 1993 classic, Groundhog Day. I wrote it last night thinking, like, this could work, and then I didn't look back at it, so I don't know. No, 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 I, I like that. I'm so sorry. I was, I was, I was strictly thinking about the movie itself. Okay. So the intro, yes. <laughs> you, you, okay. nailed, you nailed it, my so friend. So there's you definitely going to be, like, some, uh, a little bit of behind the scenes here. Like, uh, oh, you know what? Hey, we haven't introduced ourselves in any way. Uh, my name is Zach. No, 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 and, no. Uh, no. What you do is you tell them all your ideas, and then you find out who's delivered the information. I like that no, much. No, hang on. Okay. <laughs> so uh, my name is Zach. Uh, you uh, hopefully have no way of knowing me from anything because I'm not of note. We should list off our prior experience in um, in our jobs, uh, and well, then and then no one will listen. I started out. Working at Donato's Pizza. Um, okay, I also on. worked at a different pizzeria. Uh, this is... Uh, how did we get so off track so immediately? <laughs> like, how is that our lives? Okay, so uh, my name is Zach, and my uh, co-host here is named Christofferson. Yeah, correct. Chris, Christofferson Polensteiner. Herr Polensteiner. Uh, so, uh, we're getting a little silly already. <laughs> but, uh, so... The idea of this podcast, and this came out of um, driving around at work and thinking uh, about Groundhog Day, and I thought, I would love to do a podcast about Groundhog Day, but like, what about that movie can sustain um, a show that, that is more than just one episode talking about the movie? And so I started to think that um, what Groundhog Day did... Um, with the romantic comedy genre and how it affected the landscape of cinema moving forward. Um, and I could absolutely be wrong about this, and obviously I should have maybe done some research, but um, as far as I can tell, it's the first real uh, time loop movie. It, it, it's the first pop, I mean, popularized uh, uh, time loop movie. Are you saying that because you have an example of an older time loop movie? Because I'm interested if you do. Listen, if I did, I would have said, said it already. It already <laughs> and you really just ruined my negotiation tactics. No, I agree but with no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just don't I, know. I agree. And, 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 and I'll add to this is that I think it's 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 an early 90s, um, uh, late 80s movie, where, which just, it's the last pattern of, of popularization of just movies getting away with whatever they wanted. And, and we'll get into this later in the episode sure. um, with the movie itself, but it's just spontaneity and, and mayhem and just, you know, just watching the movie again, just remembering um, uh, the actor for what he is and just, ha you know, having fun when really the, the heart of the movie is just something more chaotic, which is, which is, you know, 
<laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty fun. I don't know why I clapped, but sure, I, just, yeah, I you, really needed to you needed, have fun that You one. needed the applause, and I wasn't going to give it but, to you. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, okay, so the idea, though, is that um, I, I, as I started thinking about this, I realized that there are certain movies, and in the intro that may or may not remain, um, I referred to them as keystone movies. And, and the thought behind that is that it's a movie that redefines a genre or creates a new genre or does something that we haven't seen before and then also um, inspires copycats. And a great example of this that I thought of after I realized that I want to do Groundhog Day was Die Hard. It yeah. changed the way that action movies were done. It made it more quippy, more of an everyman. Um, and then... And then many movies, and this may be uh, a, a later season of this show that we do, could be on Die Hard for sure. Um, but, but even like Under Siege was billed as Die Hard on a boat. So there are tons of other movies that followed it. And uh, the goal of this show is to watch these other movies, these other time loop movies that were inspired by Groundhog Day, and to determine what percentage of Groundhog Day they really are. Now that sounds kind of weird, right? Yeah. I, uh, okay. So the no, way no, that, no. the way I that mean, we're going to do, do that, but yeah. <laughs> so okay. so the way that we're going to do that is uh, by this first episode, which is about the movie Groundhog Day. We're going to go through and we're going to we're going to pitch each other um, tropes, ideas that we want to add to the list. And at the end of this, we should have somewhere between ten and twenty key ideas that we're going to keep moving forward and we're going to use as a, as a checklist for the other movies. And then when we watch the, the next movie, we'll check off. It hit this one, it hit this one, it missed this one, and then we'll determine what percentage Groundhog Day yeah, is. I'm going I'm to disagree, though. I'm thinking like 9 to 21. This is the Silence. End of, this is the end of the podcast. Silence. We're done. <laughs> but like, I definitely, like have a reputation for being like difficult to work with and like slightly unreasonable, <laughs> but like that would be wildly unreasonable to be like, sir, nine to 21, never. Mm. When really I could just be a jerk and be like, oh sure, nine to 21, knowing that it will never be either of those numbers. I think we just landed on nine to 21, <laughs> bro. Oh, so anyway, um, uh, very good opening. And uh... <laughs> yes, let's not break our arms to, uh, Oh boy, I almost yeah. put two things together, let's, and it was. No, no, well, let's I'm not, not gonna break our arms as well. Look, I was going to say patting in, ourselves sorry, on the back. Well, yet. Well. Uh, I meant to say patting ourselves on the back, and I almost said, "Let's not break our arms, jerking ourselves off." And that's well, the kind of show this is. Depends um, on how hefty we're trying to get with this. How vicious of a beating you're giving. Please stay with us. I to your little buddy. Better. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about the movie. Um, so. Uh, Intro, obviously. Or do we want to... I'm not sure what you mean by that. Are you saying, like, you want to get into the movie? Of the, yeah, and of, talk the, about, of the flick. Um, or do we want to do this? So uh, I'll tell, you what, I, I'll tell you what I didn't like about yeah. the opening of the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the clouds. I thought it was just kind of cheesy. Co- correct, correct. It's, so it opens, correct. it opens, opening credits are just over, like, a blue sky with, like, some clouds in it. It's strange. Like It, it, it seems it felt, very stereotypical of... Uh, uh, the, the music was real jaunty pompous you know what sure. whatever yeah. um but it just didn't it didn't seem like it flowed and this is where i say um the movie stands 
a, a last leg on its own with the with Bill Murray just being the lead as and we can do whatever we want because we don't know Bill Murray's history. Um, and he's a profound actor in, in, in congratulations. But it's just like <laughs> at the time he was going through a lot of, of, of issues at the time where he – you know, behind the scenes was getting away with an awful lot. So, and I feel like that, that the introduction is him being a narcissist. So, and he's getting away with everything. And then we just have the pause. He doesn't want to go to his bad, stupid town. And then the clouds, like you said, the clouds. And then it's just jaunty little music. Like we're supposed to so, ignore the fact that he's, an, he's, a, he's a jerk. So let's get, let's get a little bit of, a little bit of uh, baseline out yeah, of the yeah, way. Okay. Groundhog Day, 1993, directed by Harold Ramis, who we all love, uh, uh, starring God Bill Murray, Andy McDowell. Um, and the, uh, I wrote down the IMDb synopsis. It's very short. A weatherman finds himself inexplicably living the same day over and over again. It's very concise, Facts. right? It's very concise, Facts. right? Yeah, very factual. Um, so um, my, my thought... And um, oh, I don't know where I want to go with this. I had just something. Lo- just, just I lost baby. it. Um, just look me <laughs> in the eye and just say it. <laughs> y'all can't. Y- y- I don't know. I said y'all. Everyone can't see, but uh, he, y'all can't he, see. He won't look me in the eye. And this that's, boy that's won't the, look me the in the eye. No, I oh. mean just just go into it. Like I mean, as far as the uh, sure. what you're expected sure. to see versus what you saw in the first two minutes, because I think oh, it was like oh, oh, I think oh, it was I'm like sorry. three minutes and you. I'm see sorry. The I realized I realized what I wanted to I wanted to talk about. So I read. Uh, so uh, side note on this sentence that I started two words in, and I'm side noting already. Uh, frequently, both of us will say we read something somewhere, as like a shorthand for we acquired this information. We don't necessarily know how. I don't know that I read this. So I read Did somewhere. Did you say wed? Red. You said wed in the mic. Red. Like, just, I want everyone to rewind. I don't like think I did. Um, 28 seconds. He said wed. You have right? no concept of time. That was like, that was. No, I want like them to like recap seconds. on how we got into um, this. Scenario. So anywho, um, I read somewhere. Red. Uh, that uh, that Bill Murray wanted this movie to be significantly darker, correct? And that Harold Ramis, the director, correct. had pulled him away from that, wanting it to be more of this. Uh, but those two were notorious, like like Ghostbusters. That was that was notorious too. Mm. Like the, the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters idea was supposed to be more non nonsense, uh, nonsensical and far fetched in different galaxies sure. and whatever. And they had to, to well, come back to Ackroyd. it. And w- yes. But Murray was rather difficult to deal with on set because of sure. that. Because they didn't well, understand the idea. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I always think that's interesting because, like, when I look at Groundhog Day, and I've said this before um, because I'm, like, I can be, like, a snobby film person. Uh, and I always say, like, my favorite movie is... Can you? I wed that somewhere. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, so I, I say that my favorite movie... Uh, I don't, it's not I say that. I, my favorite movie is Adaptation, which is a really pretentious thing to say, and a lot of people don't know the movie. And so for a while, I would is just that, say that Groundhog that Day is my favorite. the Double Cage movie? Yes, and it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. I saw it once. I'm not going to talk about it. It's incredible. Um, not a time loop movie. We will not talk about it. Sorry. Um, don't try to cover up opening a beer. Uh, it was a 16 ounce. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so, but... But I would say, like, so sometimes I would just say Groundhog Day was my favorite movie. Like, when yeah. I was talking to somebody yeah. who, I, who isn't into movies, like, adaptation isn't something that a lot of people know that, who aren't, not, like, big into film. It's not popularized. Yeah, it's just not as mainstream of a film, and that's fine. But, like, so, like, 
Groundhog Day really is like one of my favorite movies. It's, Everyone knows I think it's a perfect movie. Day. I think I think there are a that's few movies that are perfect. That's why it's easy to say that's the basis. Yeah, exactly. of, the, of the of the time loop. The genre. trope. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The yeah. The time time loop genre. Um. But so to to hear that like the star of the movie wanted it to have this darker tone when I think it works so well. And I'm admittedly like a, a big fan of the like rom-com genre. Yeah. I think it works really well. I think when it works, it's incredible. Um, but you know, I think this is an all timer, especially like, I mean, Andy McDowell's I, incredible. I, 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 She's I, so good. The, the, the uh, and forgive me cause I didn't do my full research on it, but it's interesting cause I did hear it before we watched the, the film that Bill Murray wanted it to be darker. And I just, you know, after a decade... Did you read it somewhere? I read online. Let's <laughs> calm down about this. <laughs> Still reading. This is going to be a funny thing that we um, do <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> no, it's just that, like, when you say, I wanted it darker, and then you watch it again after 10 years. There's you, some what, real darkness you in it. You know this movie, and you go, that's pretty... F- Can we cuss? Uh, sure, yeah. That's pretty motherfucking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. It's given liberty. No, I'm saying, like, it's pretty dark. And that's what I was saying. Like, the first time I watched it again, I'm like, it's pretty bad. So I watched it uh, uh, the second time in a week, and I went, this is this is raunchy. So this is what, raunchy behavior. Let me ask you a serious question. What um, Please. incest level of darkness is it? Hmm. Is it um, is it no. motherfucking or is um, it? no incest as in like what, I just want to know like one to ten levels. Oh what, sure, which, so which, I think, which one's which? So I think I think uh, a zero is like your fifth cousin. Okay. I think a ten is motherfucking, and I think in between are all the relatives that go between. So you could so like a one oh, could I be like a stepsister. I'm almost positive he would have motherfucking tend his grandma. Had he been given any? Oh, more so you're saying he like I'm tried to this, one up the the oh, ten? Oh, I think this is hardcore. Like this guy, I don't care about his redemption. Let's uh, spoiler oh, I, alert. I, I care so much spoiler about. Spoiler alert. I really do. I don't care about his redemption. I, in my notes, I have this so much bro about it. Is a dirty uh, dog. So a dirty dog. Okay, so let's let's get into and, general notes yep. that I have. So I have I've got two sections in my notes. Yep. I have general notes and I have tropes that we can discuss. Okay. Um, and some of the tropes I think are going to overlap a little bit and then, um, you know, we'll, we'll just see because, because as, as the movie went on, I would write down something early on and then later something else that would come back and I would think like that maybe supersedes it. It's similar, but that's really the one that kind of goes. what we never told the audience was spoiler alerts. (laughs) Oh, sure. If you're listening to a podcast about Groundhog Day in the year 2020 and you don't expect spoilers for the movie Groundhog Day. This movie in 93 ends with that this guy is a time looper. Spoiler. Sure, sure. So I also have a section of my notes that is uh, time loop movies, and it also includes a full TV series and two episodes of a different series. Mm. So Mm. (laughs) we'll see. Um, and it also includes Luckily Zach brought all the facts. It also includes no. These are just like notes that I compiled. Uh, it also includes facts. a movie that I'm not sure if it will like. It has a couple that I think. Oh, this is definitely uh, a blank version of Groundhog Day, you know. And then it has one that I think is going to be a fun like. We're gonna have we're gonna go into it and we're gonna see if it really is a Groundhog Day or not. And I think a lot of people would say it isn't, but I think it might be. And I, I think it's going to be fun. All right. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a little, uh, 
a little clever choice, I my, think. Yeah, I mean, my anticipation is at uh, motherfucking 10, so. Wow. <laughs> I, love that, I love that we brought in this in, incest scale. Uh, <laughs> jeez. Oh, this is my invention. Yeah, Why yeah, did you, I do this? You did this for me, Why? I think. Well, it's, beca- it's because you asked if we could cuss, and then you immediately said motherfucking, and I had to, like, huh. Huh? I, I had to dive in on that. Um, okay. Just call me um, Bill Murray. So, uh... Boom. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so I really like the way uh, his first go-round, his first day, sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Yes, it's just it's 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 comparable to anyone with animosity that's gone back to their hometown. Whether whether or even not though they, it's not his hometown, but it does yeah, have that it does yeah, have yeah, that yeah, vibe yeah, 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 yeah. of he thinks um, he's better than the town, and he's he correct, thinks he shouldn't he, have to be doing it. And and once again, just uh, um um um. I'm forgetting his name, but the guy with the glasses. Chris Elliott, Ned Bryer. Oh, no, oh, uh, <laughs> Ned Ryerson. Uh, yeah, Stephen Tobolowsky. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It's just like you know, he does you don't nothing. Know Ned. He does. <laughs> he does nothing wrong. Ned the head. He's just <laughs> he's excited just, he's just, to see someone else in the community, and he, he really is a nice he's guy. He's just so a doofus. You're made That's to all. See, you're made to feel as the audience that he's a bad nerdy guy when really like you have nothing you have no idea about this guy other than he gets punched multiple times later <laughs> and throughout the days because he's nothing but annoying but also he's he's just, extra- That's just who he is. extravagantly happy yes. to see this yes. guy. So, yeah, it's a guy he went to high school with. But yeah, and, it, that, yeah. you're right. It sums Fun. up like the 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 um the montage to be. Yeah. Of, yeah. of just It sets uh, the tone of of yeah how much of a jerk Bill Murray is. And that's, I think, uh, at that point, I think I would like to, um, I would like to propose our first trope debate. Uh, And I have like, I don't know, 20 of these to go through. I want to say I'm excited. I I don't, I'm indifferent. (laughs) I'm going to propose my first trope debate. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, Phil, <laughs> Phil Connors, that's, that's Bill Murray. Uh, Phil Connors is a charming jerk. Uh, so, charming's hard, but So, okay. I think um, the trope that I am pitching is journey from cynical to sincere. Is that an important part of this movie? Does this movie work without that journey? I agree. I think temporary sincerity which is what i was going to save till the end for I, my explanation i agree i also have a note um, that says what happens after that's an exa- interesting exactly point. The, well there you go there yeah, you go i also have um, that too so yes i agree i agree um so we have we elected our first trope right. is that it are we are we saying yes are we agreeing i, I answered in the affirmative i know i'm just i'm just making sure like there's no more discussion are we closing the floor for debate or are we going to discuss anymore can I answer as I feel? Yes. Motherfuckingly, yes. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a yes or no question. It was a this or that. I mean, like, motherfucking nine. <laughs> uh, I hate you. Nah, you love me. Uh, okay, so uh, we have officially added Journey from Cynical to Sincere Boom. as our first trope. I'm going to put a little Y in my notebook. You right can next all to calm it. down now. I know you were very excited to see what we sure, might say. Sure, we're 20 about minutes it. in, we've got one trope. Yeah, so so he thought that we were gonna do like a twenty-four minute episode, and I said that was ludicrous. Listen, you really pointed me out in my underpants over here on that. Like you didn't need to say. You should have put pants on. Fuck. 
Listen, I'm also in my pants. <laughs> it's not a big deal. I just feel comfortable. I'm not. It's sweaty. not that kind of show. Um, I'm so sweaty. I'm just not that sweaty. Yeah, it's stuffy in here. We should have brought a fan. Um, there's that big fan out in the hall. So we're recording in my He's band's a big practice boy. space. There's like a there's like Get a four by a four fan box fan it's a guy. out in the hall. It says Wayne written on it. Um, that's Wayne's fan. That's Wayne's fan for sure. Uh, I think the fan is Wayne. I think it's a Beauty and the Beast scenario. And that fan is way head plenty over there <laughs> with your no 16 ounce. You need to calm down. What? what? All right, let's moving on, moving on. <laughs> okay. Moving so on. moving on. Um, let's, let's, uh, I'm going back to my, to my general notes. Uh, this is a general note that we can just like pass on by. Chris right. Elliott is a really fun side character. I really I, like I him in this movie. He's Elliott. charming. He's Besides fun. Besides the small He's hand silly. in a scary movie too. Like he, yeah. he, no, no, no. I'm not saying that was wonderful. <laughs> I'm saying that's how he is, you know, it's that's notorious he's, but he's he's a comic he's genius. very good comic relief he's he's very good in that movie as this kind of like dorky loser to like but also bill connor's like also super calm cool down guy to the versions that we're used to <laughs> yeah it's 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 real it feels real when he when he when they go to the uh when they go to the party and he's trying to like put the moves on that girl, yeah, exactly, Nancy, right. it's and she's with just his like big sweat. Mm. Was it a big sweater? Big was, sweater. It, was, was it a uh, uh, turtleneck or not? No, a sweater. Because just a sweater. Just he's does, got his collar sticking out of it. But <laughs> no, it's he's a really fun character. I like him a lot. And but even um, when he's off screen, I I don't know why. Um, um, later in the bar, when when Bill Murray's hitting on uh, um, his his girl, I'm sorry, his Rita, woman. yeah, Rita, and like she just goes, oh yeah. He's fixing the the motor. Someone wrong with the van. When clearly Bill Murray said, "But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm still laughing that he has to do." He's yes. like, "That's not his job." Yes. Like, why? Because he's the camera he's guy the and he drove man. the van. Why is he subjected to having to uh, fix the van? That's a lot of fun. Oh, okay. it just doesn't um, make sense. All right, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. We're uh, we're already going long. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's totally fine. This is fun. I'm having a really great time. But. Uh, so I'm just going to blast through a couple notes that I think we can just touch on really briefly. Um, yeah. Gobbler's Knob is a weird name. Uh, okay. Yeah, That's depending on what movie you're in. It's just This weird. one, yeah. yeah um, totally weird. Um, what else do we have? Let's see. Another short one. Um, stay ahead of the weather. I really like that repetition. Um, and I would also like to call to... can't believe it has been used again. Uh, well, I'm going to call to attention that there is actually a band called Stay Ahead of the Weather. And their only EP that they ever put out was called We Better Get Moving If We're Going To. Do you think that <laughs> from a news ranking point, you wouldn't, like as the producer, you wouldn't want someone to say stay ahead of the weather because you want to be in pace with the weather so you constantly tune in? Uh, Can we do a conspiracy theory? Well, hang on, first? hang on, hang on. Are you saying that was like Phil Connor's catchphrase? I didn't catch that. I just, that's what, that's what Chris Elliott says when they're trying to leave the... Correct. I'm saying... That's a good catchphrase, right? If you were saying that as a news anchor, on 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 film or you know on tv sure would you would you as the producer say don't say that we don't want them to stay ahead of the weather we want them to be stuck in the weather no no because i think i think what it does so the way that i see it is if you're a newscaster or a weatherman whatever meteorologist uh what you want to do is you want to ensure your um audience that by tuning in to you, they can stay ahead of the weather. I'm going to tell you why I disagree. <laughs> I, w- I wish you would. And that's because um, to say, like, stay ahead of the weather 
is that you know you're admitting that Bill Murray's not really a, a you know a weathercaster, and that like to to stay ahead of it would be that you're not paying attention to him because he's not really a forecaster. I, I what I'm saying is the, the the TV show that we're in it was uh, the TV channel was false. Yeah, it's a movie. What do you Spoiler. mean? Spoiler. I motherfucking nine percent agree. Look, I'm thanks, so thanks sorry. For this, thanks for this liberty. I'm so sorry that this shallow into the first episode, we're already like devolved to saying that a television station in a movie isn't real. I'm just what saying do you mean? That catchphrase. I just, I'm not on board. Okay. Anywho, that was supposed to be like a quick hit note. <laughs> And, yeah, and you, you just drew it out. And now you messed it up. Um, uh, let's see what else do I have. Um, yeah, let's see what the next one is. Um, so I kind of, so I, as I was watching, and I've seen this movie a, a dozen times, uh, but as I was watching, I watched last night so I could be fresh to talk about it today. Um, and, and as he goes through his day, I started thinking about everybody else in uh, Punxsutawney as drones. So as they, as they go through their drones, and this was this is a, so my my next note that I have here is um, about his third day, the way that he disrupts the drones, um, the way he reacts to the day. He's more changes. aggressive. He's more aggressive. Yeah, and it changes the course of everything that they do. Also, so like the way that he he comes out of his room and the guy ah, going down to see the, the groundhog or you think we're going to have an, like oh, that guy who he meets on the stairs and he just like slams into him. And then like all that stuff. No, and even yeah, like the interaction di- with Ned Ryerson. And, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember if that, I can't remember if day three is the day that he kisses the old lady at the B and B or if that's day four, day nah, four is pure chaos. He goes wild. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, so, I've got a question, and this is outside of tropes, but it could become a trope. So let me ask you, is it important that it's a specific day? Is the fact that it's Groundhog Day, is that important? Or does it matter? God, I wish I would and have, I'm going to have a follow-up for this, too. I wish I would have this more prep too. time on this one. Um, only in that I feel like if it was any other day, you you might sap importance. Like, if it was... Thanksgiving or Christmas, like it was Christmas, like you, you would still like somehow you get brought back into like the nostalgia of Christmas where it's Groundhog's Day. It's just still cute. And that's what I think the movie is. It's still like, oh, it's cute. So I think Thanksgiving and Christmas are both major holidays and Groundhog Day is a significantly minor one. So I think maybe if it was, so it has, if it was Earth Day or Flag Day or some other, where it has some, uh, uh, notoriety to share. So Correct. maybe, so maybe if this was another minor holiday, it would work. But if it was a major holiday like Christmas, uh, I mean, honestly, I think I even think Halloween if, if, could let, work because there's an event tied to it. If you called this Christmas Day and someone rented it from, because <laughs> it was '93, rented from Blockbuster, they'd be like, they'd be video. upset. They'd be like, "Where's the tree? Like, I don't What's understand." About Christmas? No, no, that's not what <laughs> because it still takes place on Groundhogs. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just saying the same movie with a different title. Okay. Um, no, no, no. I mean, I'm saying like, no. If it was on Christmas, I feel like it would it would steal from. I it think somewhat. it could take place on Halloween. Um, but also, but then I, it would I, then it would I imply like some it, spooky here, nature the, to it the all. Issue. Let's let's just stick with Christmas now that we're on there. Yeah. Um, let's say it happens on Christmas. He's supposed to be around his family, which he's not. He's not going to be in a small town. Sure. And if it was, it would be more sentimental. Like, why? Okay, instead of finding the love of his life, spoiler, 
um, like, why isn't he around his family and his mom and his brothers? Like, why isn't he, you know, rekindling with them, which raises a whole new issue. I think Groundhog's Day is a great holiday. Like, like you said, it's a fun, medium, low stakes, uh, C plus holiday where you're like, fine, that's fine. I think it's a D list holiday. I think it's a C plus holiday. Um, okay, so. Um... Uh, in my tropes notes, which I'm not 100% sure that this fits there because I don't, I'm not prepared to argue that this is a trope that should go on. But I'm sure, you'll find your way. Um, well, so this is this is my point. Uh, so uh, I've got Phil ironically says this will be the last time he does this. So an ironically foreboding statement. So in 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 his first day, his first Groundhog Day, before he does the stand up in front of the groundhog and you know does his bit he says this is the last time i'll do this as in what he means is he's not going to go back to punxsutawney and do groundhog day again next year Mm. but to the audience it's an ironic statement because obviously we know what the movie is going in is it's a time loop and obviously he's going to do this again and again and again so is that an important trope or is it just like is it just um, a good joke that works with the I'm, movie? I'm, I'm trying to think. Like somehow it brings me mind, and, and mainly because my son and I've been watching all the Marvel movies again. Sure. But it brings me back. I'm, I'm trying to think of one with with them, but it it brings me back to Lethal Weapon. I'm too old for this. Oh yeah. So yeah, yes. Is so. I'll give a credential, even though I can only think of one other. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- I think just a statement in a reoccurring series. Do you think? Do you think? Yes. That, do you in think a reoccurring that the series, ironically yes. foreboding statement, is an important part? Do you well, think I, that's the question? Do you do you account sequels? Well, in here, no sequels don't count. Well, then no. I'm not is sure. The weapon is a reoccurring series. Oh, sure, 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 sure. That's not I what think, I meant. Okay, I, think I see what you're bre- saying. I think it's bred for reoccurring so, sequels. So what I'm saying is him making that statement, which is obviously like going to come back to bite him. Just like in, you know, Empire Strikes Back, um, Luke. It's a trap? Oh. Says, you know, no, that's impossible. And then in the... <laughs> Darth no. Vader. <laughs> no. No, stop it. No, that's I'm no. So sorry. I hate you. Um, that movie's no. Okay, so so here's my here's my serious question, and I think this I think your answer to this will determine if this belongs as one of our one okay. of our tropes or not. Con- convince me. Um, no, it's it's just a question eh. that you have to answer. Eh. Um, does this movie work without this line in it? Fuck yeah. Okay, then we don't need it. Then it's not. Then it's not like. Do you want to bash him now? Like, what was he thinking? Like, <laughs> no, because I, I love the line. I think it's great. Um, no, but it's, it's not. That's not a good line. It's just that no, it's not true. You're right. Okay, and that's and and that's like the heart of what this is. Is like if it's if it's like oh, this is integral to the movie, the structure of it, the plot of it, whatever. Yeah. Then it's. You know, I think, that's I, where we I, I consider. Th- I think strictly for sequels, yeah. Because now I'm thinking uh, it was uh, uh, Captain America and the Marvel thing. Um, when he was like, and we'll do that together too. You know, we talk about failing. He does sure. that multiple yeah. times. So yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just only for sequels. Okay. As I see. It. So this, so this doesn't. So no. So no. it doesn't go into it. Okay. No. So, so um. So fuck off. Um, I'm gonna pitch another trope that I'm I'm soft on. Um, but we can toss this out pretty quickly if you, if you're not on board. Uh, I've got you, babe. 
repeating audio uh, cues. So it's it's pretty general. It's pretty vague. And I think... I think if any... I'm sorry to cut you off. I think if any other movie used this song, you would immediately <laughs> go back to... You would think to, of Groundhog Day. Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. No, but that's not what I'm, but that's not what I'm saying. I know, I, I know. I'm, so, I'm sorry. So the answer is no. Okay. I don't think it's necessary. But however, uh, uh, because of the historical leverage... It, it, it's comical that I say no. Sure. But yet, if you heard the song, you always think of this. Well, so to me, I think the I think the trope that I the, the trope that I'm suggesting there is that like re- repeated audio cues is a trope for a Groundhog Day movie. But I think it's just by the nature of a time loop movie that exists. Um, I think yeah. if you don't have that, it's not a time loop movie, so it can't even be considered for to be a Groundhog Day. You I know? Would, yeah, I think it would be harder to find the same song in a, in a time loop than thinking of a time loop movie. What's funny though, I guess is, uh, one of the, and I just thought of this cause I'm an idiot. Uh, one of the, well, we shouldn't listen to you then. One, uh, absolutely. No one should. Yeah. Um, but so I thought one of the, uh, one of the time loop, uh, future time loop episodes, uh, I would, I, I thought about doing was on the Netflix series, Russian doll. Which is it's an okay, eight episode, okay. yeah, and yeah. there is a song that repeats. That's like very like yeah, it's important to but it. That's that's. But that's, I think that's, that's just cl- the nature. I think that's just the nature of time loop. Like mm. period. I think the I think repetition obviously is one, and and repetition. Maybe we maybe we um, adopt can, can repetition I, can in I general. Also risque say that it's for a dumb <clears throat> audience. What is? Uh, repeating the same uh, song. It's for people that don't quite are gonna really well, grasp that the same yeah, thing's so, happening over and over. I think it's I think it's a good. You've seen more time loops than I have. I like, think it's is a that good a shorthand thing. I think it's a good shorthand for it because it's it it it's a good it's it's an easy way to show your audience that the same thing is being repeated and to it the even blind. and it even like uh, comes up in the tag at the end of this movie where the same song plays again when he wakes up the next day <sighs> and so he thinks. That he's still in the loop, but he's gotten out of it. So it plays with that. You got me at forty percent as the trope. So I think like if you can gain two more movies, I'll probably give in. Well, what I'm saying though is I don't think the audio cue of it is the trope. I think the trope is literally just oh, well then, repetition well, now. Well, we got to shoot this thing down then. So well, just, so that's what I'm saying. So I think just like, like Lassie. So I think we don't elect or whatever uh, dog it was that got killed. All of them. Uh, so oh, Jesus um, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> why did I respond so I quickly with that? Know. What is wrong with me? Oh, good um, God. No, so what I'm saying, though, is that uh, we don't adopt the audio cue repetition, but we do adopt repetition in general as well. I mean, yeah but, uh, yeah, but that's so much more general. But yes, yes, yes. I but still I think, agree. But I think, every, I, I think most about, movies that we want to uh, do for this uh, are going to uh, check uh, that box. Repetition from a device. Can we say that? Like TV, music, whatever. No, because I think it's also like if, uh, you know, thunder at a certain point. You know, it's, it's, it's the indicator of the well, looping the, of the day. The device of the Jesus. We don't talk about Lebowski here. Uh, <laughs> that's, not what, that's not what I this is. I guess you don't want the money. <laughs> uh, um, take the ringer. Um, please, anywho. let's move on. Please, let's move yes. on. Yes, okay. So we're, that's I'm gonna a say, temporary no. I'm going to say repetition. Yeah, that's fine. All right, we'll that's we'll fine. come back to it. That's fine. That's um, fine. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm gonna pitch another one right now. Mm. Uh, Rita, Andy McDowell's character, Rita, oh. is the other side of Phil's coin. So another character that our main character is interacting with that has 
opposite viewpoint or helps them see a different perspective. Does, does our main character, does our Phil Connors need another character to help him see a different perspective to change, to go on his journey from cynical to sincere? Absolutely, because he's such a freaking horse's ass. But I will say, like, she, uh, she is unappetizing in herself. She's, she's a real pretentious horse's ass. I, I, I'm sorry. The that, French poetry? <laughs> is, was that it? Is that what did no, it for it's, you? No, it's, it, it is. It's so over the top, counterproductive, or uh, ju- uh, the juxtaposition of two people. You know what like, I think it's is? so much. I think it's, so much. I think it's funny that, like, I think Andy McDowell is just so inherently charming that, like, she could take a vile character. And not to say that that's what well, Rita well, is, well, but I think she could take a vile character and make you love her because well, she's so just has oozing I, I, charisma, you and, know. And, 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 I, and I'm sorry. I mean, this, I mean, what? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not sorry. This is what Apologize. I've Apologize now. <laughs> what I've learned is that, like, after like the first, and I, I, I'm just gonna make this number up. Like after the first 14 dates, because you know cause they keep doing the thing where like he gets hit with a snowball and then something happens so that he like does it again. Like he doesn't get a drink right, so he does it again. After so long, I've got a note on that. If you're if she's really that anal. That he's been hitting these marks over and over, yeah. and he's really bringing home. He's and, found what works. And one small thing, you're like, well, how are you any better than this? Than this, you know, this um, freaking. I think it's just not, different. This narcissist. Um, so What's I'll say, okay. You? So my my note that I had about this um, is the, the way he tries to win her over is like a hard video game level where you have to keep making it a little bit further before you die and then going back with that new information that you learned. Yeah, and I think correct. it's really interesting. But, I mean, yes, yeah, that's perfect. That's that's literally what it is. That was the metaphor that I saw as soon as Very I saw good. it. Now, let me ask you this. Um, what are you, are you familiar with the stages of grief? Uh, not in the same order, but what, there's six? Dabda, denial, anger, bargaining... Something except depression. I don't remember what the. I mean, I don't remember what the last one is. They're in different order depending on what you're going through. But acceptance. Yes, yes. Everything so, is acceptance. So let me ask you this: um, Do you think that this movie is a metaphor for the stages of grief? His response to the the day, and this this isn't a trope I'm pitching. Um, I just think it's an interesting point about you, this movie that you, I really love. If you count them as in disorder, like I do, sure. But I don't consider, and this is the spoiler thing that we're going to talk about, is I don't consider the acceptance truly acceptance. So I, we I don't know. Tempor- temporarily yeah. acceptance, yes. I think it's a fun. I think it's a fun lens to look at the movie through as the uh, stages of grief. I think it's just. Fun. I think it's a lighthearted romp of this rapist. <laughs> Um, which you, eh, come on, he, this, I mean, this kind of rapist. Of, of course, because, because he we uses didn't see that the info. episodes that he wasn't doing what he was doing. Well, no, but we also see that first episode when he <laughs> when he meets Nancy and he just goes up to her and he says like, "What's your name? Where'd you go to high school? Bro. Who was your twelfth grade English teacher?" And then he Bro, uses that to have sex with her. What's the difference of that in dropping a pill in someone's drink? That's it's I mean, manipulation. That's, that's what, like, that's I mean, what it is. All right, all right. And, okay. and that's only what we saw. But anyway. But also, like, how much darker did he want that's this? That's what I'm saying, It's bro. dark. That's just what we saw. But it works so, so well. <laughs> Jesus. I love this movie so much. I hate really. this movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You um, love As it. far as the stages, <laughs> the stages of grief, sure, I'll give it to him on the level that we saw what we saw. You know what I'm saying? Like, not that there yeah. might be another... Uh, <laughs> 
not that there might be another level of episodes we didn't see and you know days and stages we didn't see correct so i agree i concur <laughs> Let, let's be quiet for one second so the people can hear the train breaks they've been hearing them the whole time don't they sound spooky Let's uh, let everyone hear the uh, steak breaks. Nobody knows what that is. Um, An old sixteen ounce. So uh, okay, so I'm. I like where we're going. This is we're hitting. We're hitting my points. My my notes that I that I brought up for it. Um, so I think it's interesting that uh, I I like the way that. He, Okay, hang on. I think this is a trope. Let me let me turn back in my notes real quick. I don't want to dive into this if it's if it's a trope that I'm trying to pitch. No, baby girl, do your thing. We're always um, waiting on you. Sure. Um, uh, second day uncertainty. This isn't what I was going to talk about, but I want to get into it really quick before we move too far away from like the... Like his uncertainty? Yeah, second day uncertainty. So the is first... That, that is, so it's that, the first it's, repeat. It's, it's the most... Our character is tentative and disoriented, feeling like he is having severe deja vu. So that's, so that's second day. So this is like he's lived the day, the original time, and this is the first repeat. So second day, um, second day uncertainty is the trope. I like the, yeah. Um, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Cool. Um, I like the confusion of a, of a character because... There's still, even for the audience, there's a confusion that you don't really know what's about to happen. So let's say you, it's really hard to watch this movie because you already know. You already know what's going on yeah. because it's it's like. And if you've never seen it before, it actually is very cool. Like it's it's, it's, it's really it's fun like, and it's interesting. It's like watching Predator because if you haven't watched Predator, uh, you're stupid. Um, but like it, you know, you just <laughs> know. Talk Day even is a though, much better movie than the, Predator. I'm sorry, I, we just watched it. <laughs> Me and my son watched it. Oh jeez. I'm just saying, like if you if you watch it, there's still anticipation. You're so excited, you know, whatever. But with uh, tension with with Groundhog Day, it's still the fun of it before it becomes the full on. The dark rape, like, rapist that he well, is. Let's, <laughs> no. let's not quit. Let's quit hammering the rapist part and maybe like get into like the depression no. of like you're caught no, in this I endless mean, loop. I mean, I mean his evolution of the character. Correct? And like but as what much I'm as he is keeps like, dying, still, he can't ever like end it. There's still like the fun where the 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 first day he's a jerk. He hates his the the city he's back jerk. into and whatever. The second day you see him like, and I'm sorry to say this, but like you see him like fall. And that's what makes the audience like kind of like it because he's oh, into confused. the into he's the he's confused because the pothole. this guy that you weren't supposed to like the anti-hero, you know he he falls a little bit so you can en- engage and also you're watching him go through a hysteria that people do because how often have you watched you know I'm sorry not not watch how often have you woke up from a dream and for a second you're like wait well wait wait did that happen like what's yeah. going on like you can it's, you can you you have this balance where. Now this this guy who was a jerk falls. He's confused, but yeah. you can you can relate to this guy. It's so the, the second it's, day is the most. It's fun. that terror of like a complete lack of control of your life, mm-hmm. and I think second day uncertainty is a great tracker for this. So, to me, that means like you know. I lost my no, train of no, thought. No, no, I, I lost I, no, my I'm, I'm with you, okay, ninety nine um, motherfucking now, percent. Now I'm gonna propose a trope and get into a and get into a general note that I have that I think is is pretty cool for this movie. Um, so the the trope that I'm that I'm proposing is attempts to explain the situation to an outsider. 
So he tells uh, Andy McDowell, they're in the diner. He has all the yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. He tells her, he's predi- I'm a god. He's, he's That's predi- what he says. He's predicting everything. He says, I'm not the which god. At that, which at that point, he's still in that stage of recklessness. Yes. He does, he's not really I think helping he hasn't, anyone. I think he's he still, hasn't devolved fully into you know, that yet. It, it's, but it's the, it, yes. And going back to the, the stages, he's like mid-acceptance. Mid oh, I think he's... So I think... He, Oh, I don't think so. Because acceptance, acceptance is the last step of it. Mid, so I think no, he's, I'm saying mid, like he's midway through the process. So I think he's denial first, and that's day one or day two. So he's bargaining. I think he's, I think he's, he's between anger and bargaining. Um, all right. I don't think I'll it works perfectly. Anger. I don't think it anger. works perfectly, but which is what Chris said about not having it done in certain states. No, I agree, uh, but that's what I'm saying. I, I think um, you're right. I, I agree, but it's not, it doesn't work perfectly, but I think it's I think it's a, a near a near fit. Um, okay, so so that's the trope that I'm pitching and my note that I that I came across that I wanted to get into, but I wanted to get to I've that note first. For, for, pause. Yes. Um just just anyone if anyone's listening, is it bargaining or anger? I would love to hear this. It's I dabda. I, I I go bargaining. So as like, second? You think or you're saying think, that's I the stage that, you think in he's that, in? In that situation, I'm not sure and what that it is. Day, he's bargaining. Um, no, that's fine. I just actually, I, you know I would what? Like to know. Actually, I would like you know what? Know. I'm I'm out I'm out on both of those. I think he's in depression. He's eating all that food. He's dabbed. Uh, yeah, he's in the the second D. Yeah, that's probably because is you're it depression? A depressed person. And I'm a bargained person, so I'm right. Bargained. Strong disagree. Um, can you look up dabbed and I see? I wish you were actually, more happy, and you would know I was truthful. <laughs> that makes. <laughs> So so little sense. Um, I'm gonna look up really quick, and we this don't is have like time for this. Sir. Uh, stages. These human beings have spent grief. their hard on. I said hard on. Hard on hours. These hard okay, on. Okay, denial, hours. anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Let's let's call Dabda. it. Let's call it a. Uh, so I think it's depression. I think he's reached. Please. I think he's reached depression, and that's why he's eating all that junk. And he's telling her like, it's like, still it's still what I said. Like though. he doesn't like, care. Like, who votes bargaining? Who votes depression? Well, it just here's the thing. We don't need to vote. Just explain the bargaining of it. What's he bargaining? Explanations are fine, and votes are better. I think the. I think bargaining. I think honestly. I think the. I think the stages reverse. On this, Listen, because I think bargaining. This guy's afraid to lose. I've already won the election, China. <laughs> I am cutting that. There will be no Trump. Uh, so uh, no, but I think I think bargaining is actually when he starts trying to help people because he thinks he's if he does fair, these good deeds enough, that will release him from his time loop prison. I still stand oh. by mine, but I would like to see the votes. So uh, sure, but like, anyway, yeah, it. it's fun. Um, <laughs> okay, and the, the, so the note that I had is that the second time he tells Rita is so much more touching. Because mm. the first time he tells her he's depressed, he's, 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 uh, he doesn't know what to do. He's like, I'm a god, blah, 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 whatever. The second time is that first really great night he has with her. Well. Or no, actually, it's, is it? He, and she wants to stay I up. Mean, yeah, no. Who, it's, for whom? It's the first for really whom? great night for he him? has with No, for both of them. For both of them, the one where she's into it too, because he's talked well, to then, her. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The the one that is more emotional is always so, gonna be the better. I think it's that's so touching. Ladder. It's it's a really great like it's a really great step on his journey to becoming sincere from cynical. Um, well, so ooh, do we think? I got a point that's gonna get me a lot of negative points. Okay, but for real the quick, audience. let's 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 uh, nail this down. Is this a trope? And? Attempts to explain the situation to an outsider. 
because I think it's I like important. It. I think it's important that he does it. So I think it. I think I like it kind of has to be. Okay, no. cool. So that no. one's on board. Um, okay, so what's your point? What? Where? Where do you want to go? Um, ooh, aspects of love. It's <laughs> that which one was more endearing? The one where he was trying to charm the lady, or one when when she was finally accepting it. Well, I think the first one, I think the first, his first, like, really, the first good day that he has when he takes her back to his bed and breakfast and wants to try to keep her there, I think he was doing this slimy, like, cynical, like, I'm going to find out everything she cares about, and I'm going to be that, so she can't resist me. And it was a game to him at that point. And that's where, where the thing with, like, the video game level, he kept redoing it to get it right. Whereas yeah, but, that, that first good night that he has with her, where, he t- where he's, like... Well, I'm, where she I'm, falls asleep I'm, on him, I'm, and then he I'm wakes like, up and she's gone. I'm, okay, well, like I mean, that's that one is but, is so much more sincere, so much more real. It's it's him just being like vulnerable and open to her, and and saying like, um, you know, I'm I'm going through this, and I don't know what to do. And she's like, you know, and that's that's the one where it's like it turns midnight, and she's like, you didn't disappear, and he's like, no, you have to go to sleep. Well, what's what, I'm sorry, and, and the question is, what's more memorable or what's more I think, endearing? I think, I think it's what's more important on his journey, and I honestly, I think they're both. Well, I think they're see, both. That's, that's I think they both are important very important on his journey. Is an, an interesting concept because, uh, and forgive me, I can't remember what Rita's response is for the first time when he tells her. Uh, she doesn't believe him, and then she's like, "Oh, uh, I don't think it's great." It's it's not great. It's yeah yeah yeah. That's what I was thinking. But for him, it's still enticement. It's still excitement. It's still it's still well, I think the, the the thrill of the the venture versus the secondary one, which which I mean this all so, builds on how you take the ending, right? Well, um, but but I think both the, of them accepting at the end yeah. and they're you know quote unquote in love. You're like oh that's the more that's the one that means more. Well, that's a happy but, ending. But but, but really. Bull, because oh, no. everyone hang on, loves hang on. the chase. Hang everyone on, but, loves the chase. Well, no, that's just so you. The first, but, uh, <laughs> oh, fuck but you. hang on. Fuck no, so on. so here's what I'm saying. I don't think I'm not talking about the ending where they where he breaks the cycle and they wake up together. I'm talking about the one where Correct. she tries to stay up, and I think it's it's but really sweet. But I think that's the important one. What I'm saying because is, he's is, op- he opens himself up to it. Yeah, but that that and the first one and like the first time he tells too, her, it's almost too easy. Unless you consider the fact that, like, if you, if, if, if she were to, if they were to continue from that moment and not have a continuous wake up, wake up and start over, like, if they woke up from that moment, it would be over. That's the romanticizing. Sure. That's yeah. done. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm not picking either one. I'm saying there's justification for each one. You know what I'm saying? If they would have yeah. woke up from that moment, I think there's still a debate for each one because for him especially, it's romanticizing because you're always on your best game when you're trying to charm somebody. And when you've finally gotten them, and you know, as you've already said, you know, it's just me. No, I think people do feel that way because after you've been wooed and after the wings, uh, I'm sorry, wing, after the rings on the finger, things do die down some. So it's sure. hard to debate. Yeah, and that's an interesting point for sure, and that, I think that speaks to the nature of uh, mature love and relationships, and I think that's a really... What are you trying to say to me? You... Oh, no, I'm saying I think that like, that's... You're trying to talk about my wives? <laughs> oh, jeez. You heard the S. Yes. Um, so... Fuck <laughs> you. Nine point, nine point nine. Wow. Father fuck me. I will. <laughs> um, okay, so... 
Uh, I've got another. I've got another trope that I'd like to pitch, and I and it's it's hey. two that I think kind of go together, and I think I think we need to have a little like debate to see. I think we need to find a little bit of middle ground on it, maybe. Um, so the first one I have is unusual location. Main character is far from home. Strange location equals strange situation. Fish out of water trope. That's the first one. So hang on. Wait. Wait. Here's the second one. Okay. Isolation cut off from the rest of the world. Only in the fact that he's like stuck in the same loop. It's not that much. Oh, oh, well, but he's not at home. But then again, that is. Con- uh, he's not at his home. He's in a strange no place. One would ever it's know. a strange event. So like he's in this loop, he can't get home. I agree with isolation. I I, I know I I you know misunderstood. So but. well, so that so I think is it is it fish out of water? Is it that he's not at home? Is I think it it's that isolation. I think is, it's that because no one in the whole universe would ever know because it's repeating. And no one, yeah, and he's so locked no in one, there alone. Yeah, exactly. He has he has twenty four sure. hours to get this done. Oh, absolutely. Isolation. Sure. So isolation is the one. Isolation. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna say. Y, and then I'm going to put an M at the other one for a maybe as like a partial of that same one. Okay. I, think they, I think they become one trope, but that's why I wanted to pitch them together. Um, let's see what we have here. Um, okay, so, um, so is this whole movie just a metaphor for personal growth? This isn't a trope. This is just like a thought. Is it all just a metaphor for personal growth? Uh, I think that's what it's perceived as. Is it all yes. like we can't really we can't really move forward in life until we fix ourselves? Is it that hokey, you know? Yeah, or it is. Okay. It's uh, a, it's a, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not a, an 80s movie, but it's an 80s movie. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, yeah, it, I get it that. Um, now, nah, where like, else it's, are it's, we? It's do better and the life will grant you all these wishes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. You'll get the woman you've been chasing. Um, Correct. Even if you did like irresponsible acts before, you actually uh, mounteth upon thine. That's how they used to say. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Back in 1993, I get it. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, here's another here's another trope that I found. Um, I'm not sure on it. Um, okay. Once he realizes what he can do, he starts to take advantage of it. Yeah. That's important to this, Fucking- right? Oh my god! So taking advantage of the situation—that's what I've just so been that waiting goes, for. So in that this goes that goes hand in hand with the charming jerk because absolute he takes power corrupts absolutely. That's so, what we see in the first like seven days. Well, so it's like it's like when you're playing like Super Mario Brothers and you do that thing where you and jump you, on the turtle and get like the the well, million lives. No, I'll just if you say can like die it's, I'll just say it's like it's, it's like just any video game when you realize Infinity Mode you can't die. You just do yes. Grand Theft Auto. You just do it, anything and, you ever want. And then it becomes less and less fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, you lose structure that's true and it too. becomes less and less and fun. And that once again brings back to the point of did he learn his lesson? Well, okay. because you get tired. But we're not of there yet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> but just, we're not there. All eating up. Um, okay, so um, existential dread. Yes. No. No. It's too broad, right? No. It's just too broad. No, I just don't think he has it. <laughs> I don't think he has any dread. I think he welcomes it. I think. I, I think initially he does, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's integral. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a. You know. Super important to this. A dong okay. diddle is what you think. Yeah, the word dong diddle is yeah, was not, like ringing not. in my head. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay. Um, here's a trope. 
Uh, he tries multiple ways to get to the next day. He tries to kill himself. He tries to just go to sleep. And the first time, obviously, well, I mean, he that, tries it, saving people, helping people, uh, killing the groundhog he tries. I'll, I'll accept that as in everyone tries to get the next day. But is it so. multiple ways? E- kind of. Okay. I mean, what are we talking about? Like assassins? Because they try different things. Like killing people, maybe not kill someone. They kill someone. And not kill maybe kill someone, someone different. Or, and kill yeah, someone okay. else. Yeah, well, like, but. <laughs> um, sure. Okay. So, so no, I yes. Think, I, you think, I think that like, trying multiple things. Even, even, even in the layman's terms, you know, just like a daily routine of like cutting the grass, buying a new mower. Yeah. Um, like if you really want to think about it, like, like yeah, everyone tries to get through a, di- a day differently. Sure. Um, okay. Whether or not they intend or not, like people just people want to be entertained. So you go. I almost say go to the circus. I don't know why. Yeah, I you go to the circus, circus. You get shit on by, go, a, by know, an elephant, like, <laughs> or a clown if you're lucky. Um, you you take a different job. You go to the movies. You you take your you kid go to, the to, circus, a, to a new friend. You read. You know, uh, <laughs> why was a circus example? Why was that your go-to? When's the last time I you went to watch, a circus? I just watched Batman Forever. I'm really sorry. <laughs> that movie sucks. So bad. At so the bad. end, when he just got, like he clicks the button, he's the genius. He's the most genius man in the world. And he goes, bummer. <laughs> like, so, I'm sorry. This whole I, I really this love this whole podcast has been built up for me going bummer. <laughs> what's what I think is really great is that like we loved Batman 1989 and Ugh. Batman Returns, and then for a long time we would say. Batman Forever's okay. It's not bad. Oh, Batman, Batman and Robin not, is terrible, but not. Batman Forever's okay. And then you rewatch it when you haven't seen it in it's 10 years, and you're okay. like, oh, no, I've been telling people this is good. I've been telling people we've, this one's all right. Gotta back it's out not. Of this. We, it's so bad. We've got to back back out. I'm sorry we did this. <laughs> okay. But I've got – um, say, hey, one more time. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> like, that's what he says. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Um, oh. Okay, so uh, there is a theory, though, that uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin – no, no, this is this is actually interesting. Okay. There's a theory that those are movies within the world of Batman Returns and Batman. That those are movies about Batman, and that's why they're so big and cartoonish, and why different people play Batman, and like, I don't, I, I, I just, it's a fun theory to I wish, I wish uh, justify two very bad movies. Okay, uh, my next that's trope that I'm gonna pick. You use and this, this is, platform to do that. So and you. this is the last one that I have, and then we'll get to the last note, which is what you wanted to talk about the whole time, and okay. then we will. We'll run down our tropes that we decided, and we'll uh, wrap it up and let you know what the next movie's going to be. Eh. Cool, right? Eh. Okay, last trope. Um, giving up his selfish ways allows him to break the cycle. So not thinking about himself, not trying to uh, use the day to gain something from himself. He goes around, he helps everybody, he does all this stuff. Like He's bettered himself. Like Is this a trope? I just... <laughs> it's really this is really difficult. Um So this will lead into the other point though. So this no, will lead I'm into like, the other point. I'm just like just just going to state it. Like what kind of uh uh omen or being is it going to allow this behavior that after after he realized he he could love her to do all this, you know, uh, tomfoolery that he's mm. allowed this privilege. But he like, didn't. But he didn't though. So when he when he was just pursuing her, he it didn't work. And even when he had that like but real emotional connection, to do, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, it's once he yeah, realized that yeah. he could do all this good and 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 
And, I mean, it dovetails right into what we talked about. Does he change when he leaves? Does he change when he goes back to Pittsburgh? Does he change when he can move into the next day? And, like, does he just, if does this, he just if, gradually go if, back if, to his old shitty self? If this is the, 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 <laughs> if this is the challenge of some kind of omen or a deity, um, okay, sure. I mean, but it's like, it's, but like, a low, it's like a low bar. It's like a low bar of like, hey, just keep trying. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like yeah. being at the, as you know, I love the circus. circus. <laughs> and throw you get in your the peanuts. Ring, throw, in the, <laughs> throw the rings on the bottles. And when you finally at get. At the circus? Uh, I mean, are you I talking about a county fair? Yeah, What's wrong with you? I don't you? know what things are. Like, you know, you like, go to the circus and uh, they project the movie up on the big screen. <laughs> never, it's dark and you have popcorn. Been to you buy a these, ticket. Uh, things. I don't. I, I was. Poor. You know the know circus where they are. ride horses and, <laughs> and bull riding. No, I'm saying if you throw the ring on the two liter, as it happened at, King's at a Island, church festival, King's are you Island, talking like about a church festival? <laughs> like it's not that you're like you live in Ohio. You, you're profound. It's not that you like discovered shit. It's that eventually you did it. You know what I'm saying? So like I, that's how I see that as like oh eventually after he tried to well but his arc after isn't... he tried to do everything in his books. And he was like, oh, I guess I'll be humble. And he fell upon that. But and he's, I, like, he's, he's like, oh, no, that's wonderful. You, you, oh, God, you're in love now. So what I think – no, I don't think it's about in love. I think it's that he – I think he finally – I think he gave up on trying to find a way out and just decided he was going to do the most good he could in a day. Right. And I think once he does that, he's finally allowed out. I think, and he gets the I reward think, of think, the girl. I think sometimes boredom leads to uh, opportune moments. I think so too, but also when you're, when you're talking about like the ring toss game, like you don't start out trying to cheat at it and then eventually realize that by doing it right, you will win. Yes, correct. That's not, you, you would. No, you, you just would. start, no, that, because that's, the you whole thing bo- is you just you know start why? trying to do it's it. It's because you get bored with that idea. I mean, if you, because if you fail and fail and fail and fail, If you, you have unlimited ring tosses, yes, but, like, if you're trapped in an Correct. unlimited I ring toss. Correct, I work at the county fair, that's why I'm in promoting this shit <laughs> out of this thing. <laughs> you didn't even know what it was called. You thought it was a circus, you sociopath. <laughs> I didn't know what, how things work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, but that's the point, is that, like, you start off doing it regular, and once you're stuck there, you start trying to figure out ways to cheat, because you think if you win, you, I you think can get it, out. I, I think it can work both ways. So, so, so uh, is it a trope that giving up his selfish ways allows him to break the cycle? Is that an important thing in a time loop I would loop say movie? in movies, yes. In the time loop, is it important for him to... Ye- but I, I've got one more. I've got one more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does this... Uh, yeah, is this uh, the same idea as Journey from Cynical to Sincere? Is it the same idea? Is it the same no. trope? No. Because the sincerity the is what, what gets him... When, when he's finally... It's a tiresome, become a better person. A tiresome act is different than maturity. Yes, and what I'm saying is playing like, every odd is not the same is, as learning but, a lesson. But is this the same as the journey from cynical to sincere? Like he starts off cynical, he's an asshole, and then he becomes a better person, and that's what gets him out. So is no, I think giving up his fucking, selfish ways. I think this guy's fucking desperate. Fuck him. Okay, but that's not what I'm asking you. He's not though. At the end, he's not though. He's he's stopped trying. Mm. He stopped trying to get out and just is trying to do good. I think he's. Yeah, I think he's desperate. But I'm saying, do you think it's the same? Do you think it's the same trope? Do you think that's basically the same thing, <clears throat> or is this two things? I think that. Oh, well, what I was gonna say is not appropriate at Jesus. all. Jesus. But um, no, I mean, I'm a father, sir. I, I got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's different than what you said. Yes, he is my son. Also, we <laughs> share a son. No. 
I just. Uh, so are you? I don't want to say what I want to say. But what? You, but we, but we need to like. We need to like determine like <laughs> is this a trope or is this the same as the other one? I'll allow it. You'll allow it. You think I'll it's different it. enough. I'll you think it's different it. enough. I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so I'll say that like I think most people wouldn't agree with me, so I'll allow it. I'm gonna put an asterisk next to that one, and we will reevaluate when we do our first movie and think like. Am I using the same criteria to determine both of these things? Right, and, right. That's fine. you know, that'll determine it. Okay. So, um, we did it. That's it. Fantastic. We got to the end. Um, All of us together, except that it's only two of us. Yeah. With those, like, super high-pitched whale songs in the background. <laughs> um, so, uh, wow, I really should have written something for the ending, and I didn't. Um, okay, well, I, I really love this movie. Uh, how do you feel about it? What do you think? I just, I, I, I dislike it. I really? Do not, That's so funny. I'm going to do a June. I do not like this <laughs> fucking movie, bro. Like, I just, I feel like even the ending, um, and, and forgive me on the phrasing, but, like, he's, like, 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 they both wake up together, and he says something like, Anything different is good. And that's when it set me off where I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's not changed. He said anything different no, is I good. No, I think that's I think that's a remark on the fact that he's lived the same day for thousands they, of days. They, 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 if you watch that, it's like three or four minutes. It's a little they're off. So, I understand. So it's a little off. off. He's not passionate. He doesn't kiss he's her. He's totally he's off. He's not in love with her. So it's what just, I would have flagged, the line that I would have flagged more than that one would have been, you're still here? Yeah, yeah. That's the but one that, that I would have liked. But I think also. I think that's But oh, you're I think still here is that delivery. oh he can pretend that he's patting I, his I, chest like oh you're still here though. I think I think that's Murray's delivery. I don't think that's the movie. I think it's I think it's not a great I, I, I think tonally I am, that scene doesn't I work am great. I'm positive that the beginning 2 minutes and the last 2 minutes of this movie ruined it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With the clouds. The the, the build up of him being shitty and the build up at the end where I'm sorry, the, the, the ending climax where he just doesn't give a fuck meant that he learned nothing. He was bored and he needed something to break the trope. There you go. And cycle, maybe oh was god. the word you wanted to use. Oh my god. <laughs> like this is a bad movie. Oh, I, we I'm could sorry, not, a, bad, a bad character. We could not agree any less. Hell Hell <laughs> <Hail>, Ramos. <laughs> okay all right so his um, name his name's harry so uh i'll go over real quick i'm gonna i'll go over the the tropes that we have landed on uh for our next movie um i shouldn't have closed my book that was dumb um okay so uh uh charming jerk uh journey from cynical to sincere that's number one um number two is uh, another character helps him see a different perspective. Our next one is second day uncertainty, isolation, attempts to explain the situation to an outsider. Uh, once he realizes what he can do, he starts to take advantage, um, try multiple ways to get to the next day, and giving up selfish ways to break the cycle. So those are our tropes, mm. um, and we're going to use those. Um, on our next episode to determine what percentage Groundhog Day uh, Edge of Tomorrow is, which was described uh, when it came out as Sci-Fi Groundhog Day. 
So that's going to be by, our next by, movie. Yeah, by you. <laughs> no, yeah. not by me. By people. <laughs> thank you like, very that's much. Thing. Yeah. Thank, thank you very much for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, do you have like a fun little thing that you want to say to like wrap it up? Like I start it and you finish it? Like that's fun, right? Um, I'm kind of on the spot right now. Well, sure. I do love the audience that listen to it. And if you ever need a, um, um, some kind of service... <laughs> What? <laughs> that was it. That was it. I guess. When so you you're going to say, you what, hang on. Don't, so, even, don't even contact me. I'm saying like, you so you're, you should call. You so should you're, contact you're ending, your ending that you're going to do every week for the show is going to be, well, I want to thank everyone, uh, the audience who listened and uh, <laughs> you ever need some kind of service. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway. And then we just like, like blare a theme song. It's the show that doesn't have a name yet. Listen, I'm okay with you guys getting service, and I just I hope you get it. I just want you guys to get the service. um, I'm Zach, and that's Christopherson. Uh, Anytime you need a service.